I know, right? There. Yeah, we normally do all of it live, like this part, like we're recording, this <laughs> no editing crap, like real life stuff. Oh, don't worry. When it comes to tech and all that, I, I think I just mastered the abacus and the typewriter. So, um, hey, I, I don't know how to edit, even though I have a degree <laughs> in editing. <laughs> I know, for real. So all right. So we're ready. So welcome, everybody, to Lais and the Coach. Yay. We have a special guest. If you were with us last week, it's been a week. Normally, it's we a lot longer. It. <laughs> uh, we have the author of What If It Did Work, Omar Medrano, with Yay. us. Welcome, Omar, to the show. Why, thank you, thank you. <laughs> we were chatting for like a minute before, before it all started. Um, so really quick, um, obviously, we want to make sure that everybody uh, knows who you are and, and where you're coming from before we get into, into some of the stuff that we already talked about last week. Uh, I guess we could go more in depth. But if you want to give us a rundown of how we got here, uh, that would be great. How we got here was just like uh, any of your other clients. I mean, at one time, I, I was a skinny kid and, you know, I thought being vegan was cool and I gained like, shoot, 70 pounds. And even all those, all those documentaries are like, woohoo, lose weight and look great and all that. Uh, I knew there was a problem when I started crying watching Lifetime movies because the estrogen <laughs> So... So you 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 know the the struggle is real and and you know I my my limiting beliefs and all that and my self worth I would lose the weight and then I I would gain the weight and there was times that I was working out two three times a day and I, I looked like a power lifter and you know the numbers were good but in general women and all that if if you go to a bar or a restaurant or the mall or anywhere and go oh here, here's my snatch here's my my PR for my deadlift and all that push press push jerk they'll look at you like you're crazy like who cares <laughs> you can't walk around with a with a, with your stats <laughs> no no only only in Muscle Beach can right I, can I go out there and go hey you know what what you know with what's what's your clean anywhere else you know being Latino they say clean they think I have a Janny clean cleaning service or some other cleaning service. <laughs> isn't that the truth so what made you decide to write a book well it was uh 47 years in the making i actually it first came about when i went on my first date with my my ex-wife she's like hey i heard you're an author or a writer and i'm like i don't know where you got that from and i i, I actually do have a degree in journalism and it was always that fear of who am I and my, that the self-worth issues that, that I talk about in the book and all that, that we all do. And it's like, I would always say, well, you know, the only people I would read the book is my, my two kids and, and my mom and all. So, and, and I, I think there are actually five books have sold. So <laughs> well, we got one of them. So <laughs> it's you, a great book. You know, it was, uh, it's, I, I've said for a long time, and, and obviously I'm, I'm, quoting, um, I'm quoting Arnold, but you know, Arnold said one time that the gym teaches you everything if you let it when it comes to life, right? You know, getting, getting results and, and being fit and all of that requires work, requires discipline, requires time, effort, you know, all the things that people hate to do. <laughs> um, but if you do it long enough, you know, the gym does teach you all of those things. 
and when I heard the title, it, it's it's one of the things that that we've been talking about a lot. Not I, I don't want to say recently, but it's one of the things that we talk about the most because there's so much hesitation behind doing the work, and and it's you know, and there really isn't an explanation behind it, right? It's like. And, and you tell your kids like, just do this and do this. And it's like, you know, and the kids question like, well, what if it works? You know, it's kind of like, you, you kind of give them that look, but but it happens to adults all of the time. So when when you were coming up with a title, what was your, your thought process? Well, well, my thought process is everybody always focuses on the negative. Everybody's always, well, it's not gonna work. If you ask your friends or anybody, hey, so what are you looking for if they're single? They'll give you a laundry list. Well, I, I don't want the person to be bipolar. I don't want them to be a narcissist. You know, it's like, okay, well, you're a magnet because you keep on saying this is all this stuff. Now tell me, what's your list? And they'll look at you because they actually do not know what they want. And when it comes to even like creating their own business, everybody feels like, oh, the fear of failure, that I'm going to fail, that it's not for me, that, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to be on the New York Times front page saying like, Omar Medrano failed in business and everybody's going to know. And it, it's just all these fears that, that were placed in us. But also everybody always has this notion that it's luck. Hey, you know, this part, they don't understand like to, well, I know you, you guys are going in August to, to the Paris casino, but yeah, your favorite yeah. place, right? <laughs> but, but to do that, People don't understand you have to sacrifice. You have to sacrifice something every time in order to push forward, in order to get something great. But everybody has this microwave to success, five, two minute abs or three minute abs, or hey, let me starve myself with intermittent fasting for four or five, six days. And they don't understand it's a process. It, there's no finish line. There's, there's when, no end credits. When do you think that that actually, because I remember growing up like, there were there were really not the the notion of these shortcuts wasn't there like you know the 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 path to whatever required work still you know and oh, mm -hmm. and i i just never grew up seeing that there was even even for for what we do now like this you know what we do and the lifestyle and all of that wasn't there because everything was supposed to be hard it was supposed to be really hard to get into a good school. It was supposed to be really hard when you were there so you could get a good job. And the good job was gonna be very hard. Like everything was very hard. When do you think it switched? Social media, Social because media. everybody, it's keeping up with the Joneses. Hey, buy my program. I was mowing lawns and I was cleaning pools. And then 30 days later, I'm living here in Malibu. Buy this program for only $29.99 and I'll show you the results. And, and sure enough, right? Like, and doesn't that translate to everything else? Lose oh, weight. hey, I lost 40 pounds within 30 days here. Okay. Buy my magic pill. And, you know, you can eat all the cake you want. You can sit your ass on the couch. And before you know it, you'll have, you'll be in the Olympia in Vegas. Right? September. And isn't it interesting how, you know, a, a full functioning adult with some reasoning could hear something like that and say, this is what I'm going to do. Well, last year taught us that all these full functioning adults don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, you, you have that right. If I told you guys 15 months ago, hey, you know what? The Vegas Strip's going to be closed. Disney's going to be closed. The whole world's going to be closed. No cruises and all that. You're, no you're one's going like, to question it. So, yeah, you'd be like, oh my God, there's got to be like 20 million dead. 
no 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 it's just like the, uh something that you you can die from 0.01 percent chance but don't worry just stay stay inside for the next 15 months it is unbelievable how you're you're, you're absolutely right like social media just took over the way everybody's thinking yeah. like you know or or lack of thinking because honestly we it's just this robot mentality mm -hmm. of shortcuts and do it this oh. way and and that's even if you're trying to do something because most people aren't even trying oh exactly and then it, it's all about luck like when when i was married two three years ago and i was posting family pics and all that on vacation or even now they'll be like oh you're so lucky it's like well you didn't see the a through the z you didn't see me working monday through sunday you didn't see me working 60 70 80 hours a week you didn't see me cleaning toilets or fixing toilets because i didn't want to I didn't have the money or to, to hire a professional. And, and that's the problem, in my opinion, with social media. It's the highlight squares of everyone's lives. So people are obviously only, you know, showcasing their successes and their happiness and they're not showing the other part. So everyone just catches on to that. Look at how pretty she is. Yeah, she's done up for the first time in 15 days. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like or my, or my favorite is, oh, I, I love, I love her. I love him. That's my soulmate. And then like two months later, things are complicated. <laughs> that is, uh, yeah. that's definitely what we've seen a lot of. What, um, what, are, you know, the work is something that we talk a lot about because obviously, you know, for, for what we do, there's, there's always a process and there's work. What, what is it that you think uh, made it different from you going into what you were doing that, didn't deter you from working? Well, I, my mom, my mom was a single mom. Uh, she worked full time. She went to school full time. And after she got her degree, she was still working two jobs just to, to give me a better life and all that. That's why when people say I, I was born wealthy and all that, I'm like, oh yeah, Westchester, it, you know, <laughs> high end society of Miami right there. <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's so fascinating because the the amount of times that that we encounter conversations with people that that seem allergic to the process or seem allergic to the work. When I was when when I first started reading the book, and and you start with you know just the idea of going into business by yourself. Um, There's so many unknowns. Like when I decided to open a gym, the last thing that I thought is that I would play janitor and plumber and you know all the other hats that you have to wear as a business owner um and never once did i say well you know i guess this isn't going to work if i got to fix this toilet uh what were some of the things that that came up when you started your first business that may have seemed like right out of left field but you just kept going through well i never thought i would have to literally sometimes work open a close or be a therapist uh to teenagers and, and it's not just teenagers because when uh, adults are just as lazy as teenagers it's it's always that mentality well i'll, I'll work more when I, I get a real job or I'll, I'll work more when i make thirty thousand. i'll work more I'll, I'll really take this job seriously when i make fifty thousand or sixty thousand. i think my first um reality that i was a business owner and wasn't sexy was like um two weeks into opening my store i had a a teenage a girl call out and i had plans because i was going to see chuck palinuk the my favorite writer author he wrote fight club and i was going to meet him and a book signing and all that and it was like it was nope 
you're going to be right there at your store from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. Wow. Wow. Those are those are the moments where you realize that this idea of being self-employed is uh, the glamorous, the glamorous idea. Get humbled real quick. Oh, it, it, it definitely humbles you because it's, you know, everybody has this glamorous idea of, hey, I'm going to open up my own business. People are going to come in, uh, word of mouth. I don't have to do anything. I mean, I to, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, I remember like right when Lehman Brothers uh, collapsed and the econ economic collapse a few, you know, what, 12, 15 years ago and all that. And I'm like, oh, my business is, isn't affected like the first 30 days and it was like, bam. And it, it, it was brutal. And I, I had two, I had a one-year-old and a three-year-old in, in preschool. So my, my ex-wife and I had to really like suck it up and, and make it work. And it was always that attitude of, I didn't want to go back to corporate America. One, I don't, I don't like, I, 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 I know the line. I just don't like following the line. Right, right. And, and, you know, it's, it's always, I'm, I'm just going to go back to something you said, this idea of, you know, when I get a real job, or, or, or this, this notion of when this is like this, then I'll, then I'll do it, you know, it's, it, it, you can go back to, well, when I make this much money, I'll be happy, or, or when I lose this much weight, I'll be happy. Yeah. And ultimately, if you're not happy now, you're not going to be happy then, you know, because exactly. It, it, well, it's that self where we, we feel like uh, I'm worthy if I if I have washboard abs, or I'll, I'll be good enough if I do this, or I'll be good enough. And you know, it, it's like when you, you you think, hey, I'll, I'm going to find happiness when I'm in a relationship with someone else. And it Everything and all that, we already have that. You are worthy, whether you're 300 pounds, whether you're 150. And just people have, have all these false hangups, you know? And it, it's, yeah, when it, when it comes to either joining one of your programs or anything, it takes time. But, you know, Rome wasn't created in a day and all that, all that excess weight or not being in shape, you can't just wake up one day and go, hey, you know, I'm going to lose 20 pounds in like a week. Yeah. I, I think that one of the things that, that again, just even at the beginning of the book that, you know, cause, cause for us, it's always about the journey, right? Like mm -hmm. that final destination is, is so hard to even, even think about because it's an, it's an ever evolving process, right? Whenever, whenever we start something, it's like, all right, well, you know, this is, this is a goal or this is the outcome. But as you're unraveling that path, you know, the, that goalpost keeps moving. Um, when, when you started your, uh, your first business, can we talk about what you started or, or are we not? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I don't care. I mean, I want to talk about the cold stone story at some point, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely. You, you, you All right. So when you opened it. your first movie King, um, were yeah. you thinking of opening more or? Oh yeah. Heck yeah. What, what they don't tell you in a franchise or, is when, when you open up one location, congratulations, you just bought yourself a job. So you, you need a scale unless, you know, I, I didn't want to be uh, making batidos, smoothies, <laughs> you, you know, I, I wasn't. So, yeah, we, we quickly had a scale. We, we opened up a second location. It wasn't in the book, but the second location failed because we didn't pick the right location. It was in, um, um, it, it was by Broward uh, North Campus, uh, Coconut Creek it looked like cocoon it was like 90 year old people and you know they they 
they're they're not thinking about smoothies much less right. anything else so yeah we had a we had to move the location and that's where the cold stone um we, we moved there to plantation nice. and and when that location didn't open you decided to quit altogether right just go back home and, and call it a day oh yeah 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 no i i was i, I went home i had to to sleep it off and i i i got a poster board out and i, I put a mansion up and you know just and it just came up wads of cash and and a jet and all that and before you know it i i was i was successful because i i wished it It always happens should have written a course on how to do it in 30 days exactly <laughs> so so uh the we i i read the book first and then i was telling her about the cold stone story because it's it's very near and dear to us of how many people have either doubted or made fun of or you know oh that guy was completely making fun of me and yeah that, oh, that oh, was, was great. Nope, nobody believed me and then it was believed in me even my own mom my mom's like oh my god you went to school and and you, and you got your master's degree in journalism which means that i i can ask you if you want a tall or a grande but you know <laughs> my, my mom felt that uh, you know, I, I should have stuck with that or like a government job. And it's like, why, why thank you for thinking highly of me, mom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, the, my neighbor, the Coldstone guy, and, um, it, he, he, he was always like very condescending. Oh, hi, how's it going? This and that. And he was talking to people that I knew all the time. And he was like, oh, they're going to fold. They're going to, I won't give them six months. I won't give them six months and all that. And I mean, we were taking a pound and we we're doing like $200 a day and, and sales and all that. And he gave, he gave me the motivation and the jet fuel to just propel and go, Hey, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to prove you wrong. And it actually became one of the top stores in the system. That's amazing. It's, amazing. it's so crazy what we cling on to when we need to, you know, like we've had some rock bottom moments that have been the catalyst of how we went up. It's always, exactly. It's always like what you decide to cling on in that moment. I'm like, okay, this that feels shitty is going to be the thing that's going to make me go up. Well, you you have to ask yourself, am I going to prove them right or I'm going to prove them wrong? Yeah, and and you know what? We say that, but the truth is that we're telling ourselves that. Like we we make it about other people, but there's always that like inner voice subconscious that's like, are they right? Like, oh yeah, 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 completely. A lot of times you're like, oh my gosh you know but but if, if that was the case too every time that everybody went went through a breakup and somebody dumped them they should have been like oh well i guess i guess i should go to the monastery I, right. I become a, a priest and and the funny thing is how it all translates across the board because you know again we've gone through the the business side of it where people are like you know that's not going to work you guys should do something else you should close you know we've we've heard all of that but even on the health and fitness side the amount of people uh, that are in circles that don't support somebody's journey is just as bad. Like you're not going to stick to that diet. You're not going to work out consistently. You know, I give you a month before before you quit or just try something else. That that noise that those voices spread across. You know, uh, across something as 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 important as as working on your health and fitness. You know, all the way to something as big as going on a, on a business endeavor and 
I, I think that those are always reflections of that person not, or knowing that they can't. Well, our biggest doubters and critics are always the people that should be supporting us. It's always our friends, our families, our relatives. Usually they're not in your corner. And it's weird. Your, your, your biggest fans, your biggest supporters, a lot of times are actual strangers. Yeah. And, and the funny part is you like, you don't know how many times I've read that, seen that, heard that. And it's, they're always there when things are bad, right? They want to be around when, when things are falling apart uh, to either like, they want to help you, they want to help you, you know, <laughs> uh, but when things are going good, they're the first ones to, to either shy away or criticize or, or, or just or not they'll them. give you the kudos and go, oh yeah, I knew you were going to do it. Oh, that's all, a, all the I knew you guys were going to be great. Well, you can. Yeah, exactly. You know, like back to the lucky thing. They might not say you're lucky, but it's like, yeah, but you guys, you know, this is what you do, or you have all day, or you have this. And it's like, there's always a reason why they can't. Right. Oh, I, it's, it's always luck. Yeah, I can't start a business because I have a job. Right. You know, it's, 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 it's incredible. Well, there's, um, ne there's never enough time, but there's enough time to watch six hours of TV and like two hours of social media. Instagram. Right. Yeah. You know, the, the stats on that are, are, are through the roof. Like the amount of time that people are dedicating to scrolling through their phone and, and watch and binge watching Netflix is unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I, how I, many times I, have you seen like on, on a Friday, one of your friends, your social media friends, Hey, can I have a suggestion on <laughs> what, what can I binge watch all weekend? It's never sure. like, Hey, what business book, what program, what, what, what can I do to, to push sure. myself further in life? <laughs> Ever. I haven't, I've never gotten somebody request something. What are you reading, you know, now? But um, even that, like, what can I binge watch? Like, you are choosing consciously to binge watch, not like, hey, I want to get to a new show. Right, or is there, you know, it's Friday night, I finally have a dead time, you know, is there a good movie that I haven't heard of? No, like, I just want to soak into this for the next 48 hours. It's unbelievable. Oh, well, I, I, I don't know why somebody would have, uh, I mean, I'd be ashamed to go, hey, you know what, uh, my, I'm just going to sit my ass and watch life <laughs> go by, and I'm going to spend these next two days just watching crap on Netflix. Right, which, which honestly is a great segue into how we started the last show, which was, and, and we have it highlighted, the, 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 one of the best things that I read, or one of the best questions was, what's wrong with being average? Like, I, I read it, I read it, I read it, then I told her, and then we talked about it. It's, it's like a disease. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, before nobody wanted to be average. Everybody was right, like, right. screw that, I'm not average. I, I'm going to be better than the, the, the median. Now everybody's like, the majority of people are like, ah, screw it, you know, what's wrong? Exactly. That, that's the problem is everybody's just want and be mediocre people want the the ninth place trophy just like the first place trophy right and people are fighting to to have these limitations or fighting to not do a little bit more because these days it doesn't take that much to be a little bit better you know it's it's like everybody's fighting to hold themselves back and criticizing the people who are not oh they're so obsessed or i don't want to live like that and oh mm-hmm you know? Well, here, here's a perfect example. I, I remember a, a couple of years ago, Howard Schultz, founder of Starbucks and all that, was thinking of running for president. And everybody blasted him because he was a billionaire, self-made guy, 
self-made billionaire. He didn't force people to go into Starbucks and buy coffee. Right. And all that. <laughs> Everybody, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, what, what do we have? It's like, we should shame the guy for being a self-made person. It's like, uh, no, you would think that'd be a, a great person to be a leader of a, of a country, but hey, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we should just go straight seats across the board and just be out. Right. And, and when, when you were, again, when, when you were putting the thought process behind the book together, like, do you see it in the business world across the board where even the people that are starting businesses, still aren't striving for that greatness, you know, to be the next great business. Because everybody wants to uh, comfort. Comfort kills the most dreams. Comfort kills. That's why a lot of people just stay being average because they're like, okay, I've, I've got my weekends off. I got my one, one week out of the year or two weeks. And, you know, I'm, I'm 30 days away from a three day weekend or you know <laughs> in, in four months i'll go on vacation no or i've got only 22 more years of doing this and you know what if, if you have if you, people that say that i mean there's people like warren buffett who's like 90 and still working because if, if you love what you're doing you, you don't have a clock you're not like oh my gosh i i've got six more years of doing this yeah We've heard that. Oh, I have 13 more years. I'm like, oh we've, we've heard that a lot. Like, you know, oh, I just got to, you know, before I retire and then and start living. But by the time you start living, you're you're wasting away. Exactly. Yeah. Can you can you go on a European vacation at, at 70 and go climb and a even, and and even, even if you did, the, the truth of the matter is that if you dedicated all that time to work, you didn't dedicate enough time to making sure that your body was good. So you're not going to be able to do it because you're not no. going to be in a place where you could physically do it. But even if you could, you still wasted all that time yeah. not doing it. But it's a exactly. different mentality. The person that's waiting till they retire this year is like, it's waiting for the weekend so that they can enjoy the weekend. And, and there's, there's no guarantee. I mean, I, this could be my last day here. So if I, I scheduled something out 20 years from now, uh, then, you know, I, I, when I'm dying, I, I, hours or days or whatever, I, I have all that regret thinking I had 30, 40 years ahead of me. And I didn't. Yeah. And that's yeah. why we should all live in the now and, you know, make things happen right now and not wait for tomorrow, the next year or leap year or January 1st of 2022, it'll be my year. Right. <laughs> or until the situation is perfect and you have more time and you have more money. Exactly. Well, you, you guys hear this. Could you, you know, I'm going to start losing weight January 1st, 2022. That's like, if, if you know somebody that's a drug addict or a, he's gambling away his life savings at the casino and all that, and you go, oh, don't worry about it. We, we've got another four or five months till January 1st. He'll be good. You know, well, he doesn't hate New Year's resolution. Yeah, so, so a few oh, years ago, I, I, I said, uh, and, and honestly, I got in trouble. There was a, a lady that came and, and we were super busy and I just would not take a New Year's resolution person. I said, listen, if you knew last month that you wanted to lose weight and, and you just didn't want to do anything, I'm sorry, I don't have a spot for you. And she got really pissed and she called, I think it was Telemundo or somebody. And they called me to, to, to have an interview because they wanted to like, like beat me down for not taking this person who was trying. And I spun it around. I said, listen, I hate to tell you this, but if in November when you were having Thanksgiving dinner, you said to yourself, I'm going to wait 45 more days before I get started. You already lost. 
Exactly. I mean, you're, you're starting the year on, on, on a bad foot already. It's, it's this idea that something is going to change back to the being happy, right? I'll be happy when I get this. I'll be happy when January 1st rolls around, I will have the desire to do these things. And, and I'll drive the parking lot at the, at the Globo gym until I get the, the closest spot. Right. <laughs> right. Literally. Uh, it, it, it is unbelievable. It, it's funny, though. The gyms get packed in January and then come like February 1st when they didn't lose the 40 pounds and, you know, they, they, they didn't get the six pack. And, you know, because they were on the elliptical machine or they're on the stationary bike while they're drinking their, their Frappuccino, you know, they... They just didn't see the results. And then binge watching whatever on the weekend, you know, so you can't take away that time. So, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a never ending spiral of things that are not changing and progressively getting worse. And, and I think that we see, we see it a lot when, when we go into a business and, and they do just a little bit more or a little bit better than somebody else to us, it's like amazing, right? It's like, you've got our business, we're with you. Uh, but we go into so many other businesses where hello is difficult these days and, oh, and they just exactly. expect the business. They expect you to give them the money just because when, when it's hard to say hello these days. Whenever there's a business out there that goes the extra mile, that, that, that's when I, I say, hey, I, I check in on Facebook to give them a plug. It's not because, hey, look at me, I'm at Caesars Palace or, hey, look at me, I'm, I'm eating a hamburger. At, at McDonald's and all that. I, I do it to, to give them a shout out. They, right. I mean, a lot of people do it because they're, oh, hey, look look where I'm at. Oh, wow, you're at Joe's. Congratulations. Yeah. Right. None of us have ever been there. Thank you. Right. <laughs> I wanted to talk about the Lamborghini part. Uh, when you, because I think it fits with fitness, with business, with family, with everything. I feel like that's a trend right now where everyone thinks that as long as they put out the vibes, they make a dream board, they post about it, talk about it, like that thing is going to happen, right? Yes. Now, I, I believe in the power of intention, but the thing is people right. don't understand there's work involved. Okay, yeah. I want a Lamborghini. Okay, that I've got clarity there. Let's, let's put out a date there. Obviously, I can't say I'm going to have a Lamborghini in a month unless... I win the lottery or I go to the Caesars Palace and pull the progressive jackpot. So, okay, let's say eight, eight years, be specific on the date, come up with a plan, an actual plan. Don't put it on a poster board. Yeah, you can put it on a poster board, but better yet, why don't you write it down every day before you go to bed? This is what I want. But then you also have, have to have a plan, a short-term, a mid-term, and a long-term plan on how to get there. And if it's not working your plan, the crazy thing is a lot of people either quit or they keep on doing the same thing and not getting the results. You're, you're gonna have to resolve. You're gonna have to change. You're gonna have to change your strategy. You're gonna have to change something. And definitely you're gonna have to give something up and, and anything you want. You want the perfect relationship. You, you, want, you want to be fit, you know, you plain and simple. Every, every, everything, everything amazing has a price. And, I mean, that's why, that's why I got you guys for accountability. People see me taking pics mm -hmm. and they're like, so are, are you taking a picture to post on Instagram or it's like, yeah, that that's why, cause this steak is just picture perfect. It's like, no, I, I sent it to my, my coach, my nutritionist. Well, you know, it's 
again, we we don't always have the ability to have a conversation with somebody who, who at least relates on, on that level. What makes you think that makes people not want to do the work? Like, like deep inside, you know, what, what's, what's the thing there? The, the actuality is we all have the answers. We all know. We, life is simple. We just make it complex. We, we know how to lose weight, but we, we, we're waiting for the new diet. We're waiting for the new book. We're, we're, it's common sense. We, we know how to, how to treat our significant other. We don't need to learn about the five languages. We don't need a new John Gray book. We don't need a, a new book on how to love somebody. It's, it's plain and simple. What people fail to realize, people want to sit on the sidelines because they want to pretend they don't have the answers. We all have the answers. God gave us everything, all, all the ability. If you have a sound mind and sound body, you, you can create your own life. And, you, and if you think somebody else is going to be like, well, well, here, Omar, you're an amazing guy. You have great thoughts. You, you're a very kind man. Here, here, I want you to have an amazing life. No, you, it, it, everything requires work. Do you think that that this the the social situation that we're in now or the social climate where people just expect things to be handed to them? Uh, do you think that that those expectations are translating into into the even, lack of work into the lack of work? Oh, shoot. Right now, there's people <laughs> sitting on their asses for a whole year not working because they don't have enough pride in themselves that they're like, well, I'll just stay here on unemployment. I mean, I, I would, I, I would never do that. And it's always, there's always people out there that, oh, when they see somebody successful, they don't understand that success and money is infinite. You're not, if, if I, if I make a million dollars, it's not because I stole it from somebody or I hurt somebody. It, it's an infinite amount. I solved the problem or I helped enough people solve a problem. But I mean, I, you'll always get blowback. I, I got I got blowback from people that women that I used to date and all that. That would be like, you know, success is bad. Minimum wage should be 50K, you know, kumbaya. In actuality, the marketplace dictates how much we make. When, when we cry and all that because A-Rod made all that money or J-Lo made all that money, it's because the supply and demand and they did it. And, you know, at the end of the day, when somebody's like, oh, well, why am I making only 30K? Exactly. Why are you only making 30K? Yeah, I remember when the first stimulus stuff came out and I'm like, they're going to give these people how much money? I'm like, I know that right now things are closed, but things are still open. Like you can make so much more just by getting a regular job. Well, there's so many, there's, there's a excess amount of jobs, but people aren't taking it. And I, it's funny because even like Uber, I, I remember when, when I was in Vegas for like all, all the time a few months ago and you couldn't get an Uber because everybody was sitting on their ass. It would be like from the airport to a casino or to Summerlin or whatever. It was a 45 minute wait, an hour wait. And it wasn't because the place was slammed it was because everybody's like hey i'm staying home i'm collecting my check uh, easy money yeah i mean okay. but it's 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 certainly uh a different mindset because oh, really? i hear something like that and i'm like i first i would have driven second i would have hired a couple people to drive cars like in my mind i hear something like that and i'm like all right we could fix this really quick but that, that that's an entrepreneur mindset that that's okay it, it's like um if you go to barnes and noble fantasy and all that there's like 
aisles and aisles and aisles. But for business, one, you know, two. it's like one little aisle. And right. like, but, but if I wanted to read about dragons or if I wanted to read about 50 shades or something like that, right. it's everywhere. And that's, you know, when people read, that's the, that's the stuff that they read. And it's like, well, how's that, how's that going to push you forward in anything? Yeah. One of, one of the things that I've been saying a lot lately to, to some of the people that, that go through our transformations is how much of a hiccup there, there potentially could be if it, if, and, and back to the title, if it did work. Like, I think that on some level, a lot of people are not willing to change because it would require them being different. Um, how much, how much of that do you see in, well, there's also that fear of, of success. How about if I change and I, I become a dick or, you know, nobody likes me anymore or all, I lose all my friends. It's, it's that fear of the unknown and actuality. People should be like, if I level up, I go to a different level, I become successful. I'm going to drag these people with me. They're, yeah. they're going to come with me. It, to me, it's everybody's duty. Instead of being like, oh, you know what? How about if I lose weight and it's like I've, I've never worked out and gone oh I should just stayed home you know right yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Said, you know any level of success whether it be financial or physically it's always just going to bring out more of who you already are so if you're an asshole but you don't act like an asshole but then you have money and you're an asshole then you were always an asshole oh oh completely it's it's like that story oh that look at that that old guy he must be an, a nice old guy no if, if he was some asshole from New York and he was a bitter guy in his 20s, 30s and 40s and 50s, he's going to be a dick at 80. And, exactly. But, you know, it's a stereotype that all all old people are amazing and cuddly and all that. But yes, it, it amplifies. To me, it should be your duty to be like the next Howard Schultz or Warren Buffett because you can help more people. Yes. You can help more people in your community, your church, your family, your friends. If you're, if you're making a shit ton of money compared to, I, I don't know how the f a person struggling is going to living paycheck to paycheck. He can't even donate time, much less donate anything big. else. You can change generations. Everyone is so worried about the freaking, you know, recycling, like do big shit so that you could do big shit like with it, you know? Oh yeah. I, I did my part. My, my recycling comes out every Thursday. So I'm, I'm saving the planet. <laughs> yeah. Such a good person. Like so many people become vegans, but are not because they want to save the animals, but are not willing to make big moves that could impact so many people on animals or whatever it is people are into. Well, they, they, people, a lot of times they just want significance. They, they, that's yeah. the, and that's where social media, that's why it's, it is a drug. That's why your, your serotonin levels and all that in your brain, just, you know, a cyber hug. If I put something goofy, oh, I'm, I'm feeling bad. Can, can you guys give me a hug, a cyber hug? And you right. know, 20, 30 likes and, you know, they'll think about me for one second, but, oh, I'll, I'll feel so blessed and loved. Yeah. Yeah. And, and ultimately I think that the, the thing there is, yeah, if it works, if I do all this stuff and it actually works, I'm going to have to keep doing these things because it's not a one and done, right? you know, and, and now all of a sudden this effort is going to have to continue. And I don't even know if I wanted to go that far, you know, and I think it highlights a lot of the, you're not starting because you know, if you do start and you do do the things back to what you said, you know what you're supposed to be doing and you get the outcome staying there isn't isn't guaranteed now you know i no, get a taste no. of more it's not like the movies where 
and you know boy meets girl boy loses girl boy gets girl back and the credits it's not there's no finish line in life and in fact when I, I was running marathons and half marathons you know where's the finish line there isn't one there there never is because once you hit finish, that level, finish that race and, and you're thinking about all right next race i'm going to do x y or z or this is what i'm going to do next and i think that sometimes people just aren't even starting because of that they don't even want to contemplate what else it's going to require once you arrive so why even start well it, it, it scares people in the sense that work work scares people time sacrifice and hurt that whether the hurt the pain of 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 giving something up the the physical pain of of running something the physical pain of doing a spartan the physical pain of lifting something the the physical pain of not eating those donuts and and you know eating a, a balanced meal you know there's the funny part is you know the, this whole work thing right even all of this work thing uh even everything that you just said you know we we often discuss about the pain of not doing the things, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're over here complaining about how you feel and how you look and your health and this. There's enough pain there to make you wanna do it, but it's obviously not great enough. Well, when the pain of staying the same outweighs the fear of the unknown, that's when change happens. That's when you're like enough. When, when the person can't climb a, a flight of stairs without feeling like their heart, heart beats like at 160 beats per minute, that's when they're like, okay, now, now's that, that's usually motivation. You and I can go rah, 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 but it's right. not until a person gets that pain that I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of this job. I'm, I'm tired of living paycheck to paycheck. I'm tired so, of being like, like, uh, you know, we, I, I guess we could say you haven't really reached that threshold yet. If all you're doing is complaining about the things you say you want, and, and then not willing to do the work to get there. You just haven't reached that threshold of oh, pain. Yeah, yeah, it, it's the pain pleasure principle. It's, like it's usually just like that, right? The, the three years you spent thinking about it didn't matter. The, the moment you decide to, to make that decision is instant. Well, it's not, it, it's, there's no commitment until there's actual action. I, I can tell you right now, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. We we hear so many people say, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Well then just fucking do it, do it and shut up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of times though, people people say what they're gonna do on social media. Well, after everybody gave you the cyber hugs and all that, your brain already feels like you accomplished it. So what's the point in actually doing the work now? And, and that that's that's what people don't understand. Just shut up, do the work. And if, if you need the acknowledgement, post it after you, you've done whatever you've done. I like the first part. Just shut up. Just shut up. That, would, that, that would be the yeah. great hashtag. Just shut up. Do the work. Yeah. Well, because everybody, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. What I'm, um, so do you have plans of writing a follow-up, another book? Yes, I'm actually uh, writing, I'm in the middle of the book, um, entitled vacation CEO, because a lot of entrepreneurs are think that they have a business or they own a business, but the business owns them and they're a slave to the business and they don't, they, they miss out on their kids 
events and they, they miss out on family events and they miss out on things because they don't know how to scale or they believe that they need to be physically at their business 24 7 and and that that's no life to live either and that's why when when you told me hey when when are you at the at the store i was always like well you know just tell me when because you know i i i, I scaled myself where you know, life's life short. I'd, I'd rather be working out. I'd rather in any any business you can scale. It, it's not just because I, I was in retail for all that time. It, it, it could be any any business. And a lot of times people feel pe people have these delusions too, narcissistic that the company can't survive without them. Well, Howard Schultz has been retired from Starbucks. Walt Disney's been dead for God knows how many years now, over 50 years. And it sure seems like Disney World's doing okay without right. it. Right, and Bezos yeah. is gone too, right? <laughs> well, half his money is at least. But, um, you know, we, with what you just said, we, we often talk about that work-life balance. And we, we often say that there is none. There is none <laughs> but mostly because the things that we are pursuing require there to be a lack of balance. We can't. For, for the things that we want to accomplish, we can't have, we can't just work nine to five and then at five o'clock turn everything off and then sit down and have dinner. And now we're going to watch, like, we can't have that kind of balance. Oh, no, no. But, but you guys do go on, you guys do go out of town. You guys do go to. Right, right. And, and, and you love, you, you, you have that passion. Like when you're doing a boot camp in Miami and all that, you have that passion and I can see it. It's not like you guys are like, oh shit, how long, how long do we have to be Ever. here? Ever. And, and that was going to be my question, you know, because for us, I mean, I'm sure you've heard like, you know, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. But I think it's the opposite. And when you love what you do, you're freaking grinding 24 hours a day, seven days a week, like because that's what you love to do. Oh, where, where do you find or, or how is that your balance or lack of balance is structured where you can dedicate enough time to do the work and then still have enough time to do the other things? What I, I tell people is you have to sacrifice. I didn't, uh, 19 years of being in business. No, I, I, I could have cut my time because I didn't have faith. And I was fearful that things wouldn't be great if I wasn't physically there at a store and all that. But in any business, it, it takes time and you, there's no, there's no balance. You have to be, you have to be obsessed in things. You have to be obsessed when it comes to losing weight, you have to take it as a life, life and death approach. In my opinion, you can't just be like, oh, well, you know, I've got the next 10 years to lose 10 pounds. No, that's, that's not how it works. You, if you want to be successful in business, you have to have urgency. You have to be obsessed because you know what, there's, there's your competitor out there. It's, it's nothing personal. It's just business. And he wants to make sure you and your family's eating cat food. A hundred percent. Yeah. What are, um, as, as, as we um, want to make sure that, that everybody, you know, up, when we started the show, all we talked about was working out and dieting. And, and then little by little, as, as we evolved a little bit more and, and realized that those things are, are great, but there's so much more that goes into it. Um, what are some of the things that you hope that people get out of your book? That, you know, you control your destiny. Quit, quit being concerned about being on the sidelines and that nothing's going to work out. I mean, I remember bitching and moaning years ago that, you know, one of my biggest regrets, because back in high school, I, I 
fearful of rejection. Women had to, or girls had to ask me out because, oh my God, how about, you know, they said no to Omar and all that. And it, it took me like 40 years to ask out a, a girl that I grew up with. I mean, I did that, been there, done that, but it's like, don't, don't, don't have a life full of regrets. You have everything within you. If you want to open up your own business, if you want to create that side hustle, if, if you want to learn how to dance, if you want all you need, you have all the tools and just do it. And it might not look pretty. It, you, whether it's being on social media and just doing videos and plugging yourself, promoting the thing that at the end of the day, I want my legacy to be, well, with my kids, I want them to go, he, he was an amazing dad. And with everybody else, I want, well, this, if I wanted to write a book that would make me millions, I would write fiction because quite frankly, that's what people want. People, right. people want to read bullshit. People want to see bullshit and live in bullshit. But at the end of the day, if I helped out anybody or Years from now, they tell my, when I'm long gone, they, they tell my kids, hey, you know what? That, that book got me off my ass. That, that book got me to change my life and my family's life. That's, at the end of the day, I want people to, to change, to be the best version. And we're never the best version because we should always strive to be a better version today than what we were yesterday. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. But if that doesn't make you want to read the book, I don't know. <laughs> so, so where where can uh, people pick up the book? As of now, only Amazon. So Jeff Bezos. So me and Jeff Bezos, Uncle Juan on me. We're we're <laughs> we're tight. So uh, unless anybody knows a publisher that wants to wants to pick up the book, <laughs> and a, a a publishing agent, but it's nine ninety nine. So they they can do two things. They can either spend a thousand dollars and buy two tickets to see Bad Bunny. That's not going to change your life. You might get some, you might not, but <laughs> but at the end of the day, that's a fifteen hundred dollar investment, and you're going to feel bad after after you hear Mia and all that. And it was all all fifteen hundred or nine ninety nine, and they can buy this book. And each chapter, take notes. There's there's things to do. There's an action plan. The, but the book does not work. I guarantee you, this book doesn't work. Tony Robbins' books don't work. Grant Cardone's books don't work. What works is you, the person. 100%. I love that. Great. I love that so Omar, well, much. it was a pleasure chatting with you today. Thank you. Um, I, I think that this is one of those episodes that, you know, we can go back to and, and get a lot of sound bites from. And, and I hope that a lot of people get a lot of things from it. If you are listening to this on Spotify, mm -hmm. iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, uh, if you're watching on YouTube or on Facebook, do the things that people do on podcasts. Like, share. Comment and promote, 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 and, and promote. use you guys. Like, like I said, I saw. Well, we've we've had rela a relationship for a while, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, like I, I, I can hold myself accountable. But I, I had that Catholic guilt, like being out of town and all that, and you know, telling you, hey, you know what, I, I fucked up, right. Because a lot of times you, it's when you tell somebody, whether it's a coach and all that, Hey, I messed up. You, you already feel bad. Other people could be like, Oh, well, fuck it. I ate bad for three days. It's only going to be a week. One week becomes, Oh, maybe, you know, it's only two weeks. Then it's, it's only 10 pounds and it's only 20 pounds. Oh, it's, it's, it's November. I'll just wait till January. Right. And then you're on that cycle again. It's exactly how it happens. The hamster wheel.
and I'm, I'm completely blessed to know both of you and all that. And, you know, we're looking forward to more and more memories and relationships. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. We'd love to have you on again. Um, and until next time, you know, we wish you the very best. Lots of success with the book. Um, and we will be in touch. Yeah. All right, ciao. Awesome one. Bye-bye.